champions from games yet played. This is The Pod Has Been Cast, a sci-fi tabletop role-playing podcast. In this campaign, we're taking you into the solar punk world of Beyond the Fray. Who's playing with me today? Hi, my name is Alina Burgos, and my pronouns are they, them, with a preference for my name, and I am playing Spica Lilith Berea, whose pronouns are she, her. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I am playing Magnolia, who uses she, her pronouns. My name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Gaius Borealis, who uses he, him pronouns. My name is David. I am playing Sky, who uses he, him pronouns. New campaign, who dis? Yes. <laughs> A bunch of silly babies. Fabulous. Uh, yes, we are playing a new system called Varsity 2. Uh, you can dig into a bunch of uh, information about that at our prior interview with its creator, Rosemary. Um, and also prior to this episode, you should have hopefully listened to a few of our bonus episodes that went into kind of the lore of this world. And also, like, what is this sport that we all made up and what are the rules of it and how do you play it? I strongly recommend uh, listening to that before we dive in but the gang's all here we're all dressed in our uniforms i say let's hit the field satellite city the city in the stars heart of the ark orbiting approximately 400 miles from the planet's surface pre-game pre-championship game pre-championship pressure. The teams wait in a small, sterile white box called the press room. A meet and greet before the bloodbath. The spacer team is wearing face masks, too clean to breathe surfacer-tainted air. The masks hide their smirks, but not the glint of challenge in their eyes. Maybe one of these scavenger freaks will throw a punch. We could win the championship before tip-off. Lakeside stares out of port window at the swirling green and brown home below them, approximately 400 feet. In the reflection of the glass, they see their team forced into awkward shoulder hugs in front of cameras, two tight handshakes, slaps on the back that reverberate throughout the room. Lakeside didn't notice the enemy striker come up from behind. Is it true what they say? You scavengers are all descended from cannibals? Hey, if I let you nibble on my arm, would you throw the match so we can just get it over with? I know it's a long trip home for you. Lakeside does taste blood, biting down hard at the inside of the corner of their lip. They taste it all the way to starting positions. The hot, wet iron drowns out the crowd's roar into a dull pulse. It's just lakeside and the goal. The post towering in the center of the court. An impossible summit. An unreachable height. But when they're up there, just them, the ball, and the goal, suspended beyond the fray, 
It feels like being millions of miles from the surface. Untouchable. The sight makes Lakeside hungry. They've never been hungrier in their whole life. It must be the cannibal in them. 25 years later, welcome to Last City, home of the legends. It was much, it was once much louder here. It was once a great many things, but that was before conflict and before the centuries of darkness that followed it. Now it is the city of scavengers. The spires of iron and glass that remain standing are snaked with vegetation. The largest of these structures, the Watchtower, serves as the seat of power for Atlas, god-king of the scavengers. The King's Road runs from the Watchtower across the width of the city, connecting the gallery district with its painted glass, the busy trade lots of Harbortown, and what was once the Groveside neighborhood. Lower parts of the city have flooded, turning the streets once packed with vehicles and the alleyways once packed with garbage into canalways. The scavengers are rebuilding, reclaiming, searching for what was lost, restoring what once was. No one owns anything in Last City, only what you can carry on your own back. So that's where we are. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jules just oh. dropping some of the best prose I've ever heard. Oh my God. So what's up? Stop it. No, I'm so sweet. I can't kill you in this game. They're in the laser guns. I it's just have true. to deal with your sweetness. I think you'll find a way, though. <laughs> hey, look, we have new microphones now, so you can hear us sob in HD. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> HD stands for huge depression. Oh, yeah. yes, big old depression. So this is the first day of the Booster Ball season. On this day, you are going to get together with the rest of your teammates. You're going to meet your coach. You're going to meet with the engineer. You're going to get all of your equipment ready and you're going to be assigned your positions. You might even be assigned your numbers. Uh, this is the day where it all starts. And you've all come from different places. Some of you have come from quite far away, actually. So I want to start with who do we think shows up to practice first? And if we can't decide, we can roll it off. But if anyone has any strong feelings, let's hear them. I do think that Spica would have um, been there hours early. <laughs> yeah. Just chomping at the bit. The determined. Uh, the ter- I mean, that makes sense. The determined is your playbook. Um, so Spica f- shows up early. Who would come after Spica? Probably Magnolia, I would imagine. Makes sense. Yeah. And following Magnolia? Probably Gaius, I think like, yeah, I think, I think maybe Gaius is arriving like just in time. Fabulous. Um, well, but not the latest one, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bringing up the rear will be Sky, our delinquent, correct? Uh, yeah. yeah, it just feels right. Yeah. <laughs> so Magnolia, tell us a little bit about where you're coming from as you head in to practice. Now, 
where the last city legends practice is sort of near the town center. So you're not too far from the watchtower. You're not too far from the um, uh, uh, painted district. Um, you are kind of in the heart of everything. Um, so tell me about where you have sort of settled down now that you've been back in town and maybe where you've come from. Uh, you said Magnolia, right? That's My crazy. God, Spica. Wow, here we go. Off to the oh. races. <laughs> <laughs> yes! We're getting started hey, early. I'm going to do some research. <laughs> you keep going. Um, yeah, I, uh, Spica has um, probably just gotten back like a few days before um, and was in the Union, which is where her father lives. Um the union being the the big boat place. Um. Totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Specifically, you came from the float, this sort of massive, uh, something that used to be maybe like an oil rig out in the ocean with a bunch of other ships and tankers sort of pulled up next to it. Uh, this community of folk that dwell on the ocean. Yes. Um, Very water world. Yeah, so I just got back a few days ago, and I think that I'll probably be... Um, crashing with magnolia because magnolia is my cousin um yeah. and is for sure the first person that i like ran to see when i got there um and yeah i think i've been crashing with her because i've been avoiding uh seeing my mother in town um <laughs> and um right at the crack of dawn i leave to go train and run some sets and probably just like acquaint myself with like the perimeter of the city and all the places that I haven't been in so long. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like coming back home after college. Right. Yes. Um, and, and how old is Spica? Spica's 18. 18. So yeah. uh, she left when she was 15 and just okay. got back. Mm-hmm. Spica. Yeah. You're sort of jogging through the city streets. Um, you haven't been here for a while, but you remember these streets as you run through them. Um, you see, that things are a bit more crowded than there used to be. So people in last city don't really have like homes necessarily. There's this air of like, no one really owns property. No one really owns things. People just sort of use them for a while and they move on. So instead of like, I'm going home tonight is like, you find somewhere to camp for the night and that can be kind of wherever you want. So long as you feel safe there, you notice though, there seems to be like a lot more people kind of out in locations. It just feels a little bit more cramped than you're used to as you're running through the streets. Um, do you think you would have had been in town long enough to know what's going on? Um, I think I probably have like heard that things are weird, but I don't. But maybe I don't know like the details of everything because I think I really did just get back a couple days ago. Hell yeah. Then this kind of just strikes you as odd. Maybe something to talk to Magnolia about later. Um, but you make your way through, um, you you cut through the uh, gallery district, they're called the Painted District later, but it's got like a bunch of like kind of painted glass that hangs from trees and outside of windows. Um, as the sun sort of rises, it creates like this beautiful rainbow that kind of runs down this area. A lot of artists live here, also like a lot of specialty foods, a lot of tea shops, things like that. As you uh, make your way through, you arrive at the legend's headquarters, a building that one would think maybe was once a church. 
uh, you step into this cathedral, this high sort of domed ceiling, probably using this site because it does have a ceiling high enough for one to play booster ball in it. Um, you walk in, you're certainly the first person here, it seems like. A bunch of like, the old pews that still survive have kind of been pushed off to the side for seating, um, but mostly everything has been cleared out of this place to make room for the booster ball court. You see that there is um, sort of like a weight training section, you know, towards the back of the cathedral is where the um, engineer has probably set up shop working on people's boosters that need maintenance, working on people's exoframes. Um, You do hear like the sound of like maybe somebody bumbling around back there, but it feels like you are kind of uh, the first one here. It seems quiet. What do you do? Um... I, I think I'd, I'd take it in for a moment um, because Spica is so freaking stoked to be there. Like this is her absolute dream realized. Um, and so she just like really wants to be on her best behavior and also introduce herself to absolutely everybody. So if she hears someone, she's going to she's gonna go seek them out and introduce herself. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, you don't have to look hard. Um, you see... Uh, Coach Highland sort of in the back. It looks like um, he's like struggling to take uh, like a bunch of like uh, brooms and like cleaning cleaning equipment out from this like very precarious broom closet without knocking everything over. Um, Highland is an old man, sort of small and hunched over. He's been the coach of the legend for years. Um, he's an old school scavenger. He still has his pack kind of strapped to his back even though he's kind of like in his place um he has like not taken off his backpack um he's got this cap that sort of sits low on his head he's like, come on come on god get it things like falling over and breaking doesn't seem to uh, have noticed you there you said coach highland right coach highland I uh, clear my throat really loudly and I go, <clears throat> uh, uh, oh, oh, hi. Hey, so sorry. What's up? Uh, you're, you're coach. You're, you are Mr. Highland. Hello. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're um, Magnolia's uh, sister. Sister? Uh, c- cousin. Uh, yeah, my uh, name's Spica. Yeah. Yeah, well, welcome aboard. Early bird, huh? Yeah, super. Good to meet you. Can I uh, help with anything? Um, no, no. I'm just getting cleaned up. I just, uh, it's an old habit, you know? Come in here every morning and get this place cleaned up. Suppose that's awesome. not even retirement changes that. <clears throat> Re- retirement? Uh, yeah. I guess you're the first to hear it. You're... You don't mean you retire from something else, right? You don't mean um, you're still the you're still the coach, right? I imagine I'll haunt this place for a little longer, but it's time to make way for the new kids. Yeah. Um, Spica's devastated. Um, <laughs> but like super trying not to show it, and it's like. Um, yeah, the new kids. Um, cool. Who, so are you, so who's going to be our coach this season? Yeah. Well, whoever they are, they are supposed to be here an hour ago. Hey, um, what position do you play? I'm a left flyer, sir. <sighs> yeah, left flyer. Nice. 
two championship teams I coached. You know that? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I do. I, I know all about you. They never thought they'd see us up there. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens next. They're going to see us up there again this year. I promise. Magnolia. Yes. Let's talk about the last time they saw you all up there. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You were on the team from last year, and you all made it all the way to the finals. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) victory was snatched away from you. Yeah, Um, it was. What team, or at least from where did they hail the team that you all lost to? Oh, it was those fucking spacers. 100%. Fucking we were spacers. Fucking spacers. They were in their sleek little helmets, <laughs> showing their eyes, but not their smirks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't breathe our air. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Indeed. And you'll never forget that game. That game took place here on the surface. <gasps> it's not often that spacer teams come down they try to like sort of limit how many spacer teams come down here for the tournament because it is actually pretty hard on their bodies. They have to condition specifically to kind of adjust to being on the surface for long periods of time. Oh, with the spacers. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. you got to adjust their little bones in their bodies. It's so nice. Oh, we just started. Everybody needs to know. So maybe, Show, don't tell. maybe your team thought that because they were at such a disadvantage, it would be a walk in the park. But you were obviously wrong. The spacers win most of the championships because the spacers are just really Rich. fucking good. <laughs> Go! Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, 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 wait. So take me there now. You are in the locker room. This is after the match. Um, You are at one of the spacers' ground facilities. So this place actually has a locker room and not just a room where people are being getting changed like in other places on the surface. It's after the match. Um, What do you hear? It's quiet in the locker room. It is that like uncomfortable silence where it's just like the creaking of metal and like clothes hitting the floor and people trying really hard not to cry. Um, And it is um, Magnolia hears the sound of her breath coming like really like quick and ragged and um, just like the, the deafening roar of the crowd, just like echoing through her mind as the spacers made the game winning point. Um, and uh, she is sort of just like staring into the empty locker in front of her, thinking like, it's over. It's Out of over. that silence, you hear a You know the sound. It's your team's striker, and you could just hear the sound of him punching a locker over and over again. You see a bunch of your teammates kind of running over, trying to like kind of pull him off the locker, and you just hear it like kind of devolving into shouting and yelling. 
But who's sitting next to you on the bench? Um, I think it's the left flyer, our left flyer. So my 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 partner in the air. Uh, her name is Root. Root. Um, do you look at Root? Do you say something to Root? Do you try to reach out to her at all? Um, yes. I think that uh, Magnolia is like sitting uh, on the bench, and Root is um, to her left. And uh, is like watching everyone trying to like pull our striker away from the locker. And Magnolia doesn't look over at Root, but sort of like leans over and is like, "It's not like they can't afford to replace it. It's literally the least they can give us." You hear Root sort of breathe heavily. I'm still not quite making eye contact with you. Her hair kind of down in front of her face. Root says, Don't you see, Max? It's not just the money. They were just better. This time, it was just one game. They just got the best of us in one game. It doesn't mean that they're better than us. It just means that they won today. We'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll get them next year. We'll, we'll, we'll travel to their fucking spaceship and we'll prove to them that we can do what they do down here, but up there, but way better. You see Root get up and like sort of walk out of the locker room away from you. Um, you go to move towards her. Yeah. But what snaps you out of this memory? Um, Magnolia is snapped out of this memory by the sound of someone calling her name. Um, I think in the mornings she, especially today before practice, has like made a point to go to the King's Road to pick up like breakfast mm. for everyone oh. um, and is uh, is is uh, is startled by the sound of someone who she wants to sound like Root but doesn't and it's um, it's like a shopkeeper someone who's working at the stall um, that recognizes her by the sight of her hair tell me more oh, wait tell me more about this hair Oh well, it's just, it's bright pink, um, so you can see her from 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 quite far away. Uh, uh, and um, today it's in two braids down her back, um, pretty long. Uh, she likes that it's flashy, that you can tell where she is in the game. Hell yeah! This shopkeeper um, calls you out, and you see, like, the shopkeeper isn't like calling to you, but is pointing you out to someone else. Oh. Um, you see. This, like, kind of tall, long, slender figure in this long, kind of black coat. Immediately, you can tell a spacer when you see one. There's just a certain sheen to the coat, a certain cleanness to it. (laughs) They have a pack on that looks like you couldn't really fit much in there. Um, But they have it, like, sort of strapped to their back. Also, as they, like, kind of turn to look at you, you see that they do have, like, a a breather on their face. Um, you can hear, even from here, sort of, like, the click and out of it um, as they, like, sort of are, are taking an extra oxygen from this pack attacks, uh, attached to their uh, waist. Um, they sort of see you and start moving towards your direction. 
Um, Magnolia will meet them halfway. Um, will sort of like raise a hand uh, and like flick a braid over her shoulder um, and approach uh, and say, um, we don't get many spacers down here. To what do we owe the pleasure? Um, yeah. Uh, she will kind of pull her mask down. You see, she has like sort of dark, sharp features. Um, a woman looking to be maybe in her mid-twenties kind of looks down at you. She does kind of tower over you in a way. Um, very sort of... I, I guess I didn't ask you how tall you are, though. You know what? That's really, <laughs> that's really fucking weird to me. I assume very she towers over Well, I gotta you. keep the power fantasy going, so in this one, 5'7". 5'7". Let's go! <laughs> Towering over the city. She looks you directly in your eyes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> she looks you directly uh, in your eyes, and she says... <laughs> Is it really a pleasure, darling? Do I know you? No, but you will. You can call me Fax. You're familiar with Outercom, their booster ball broadcasting? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ron Vier is a close, personal friend of mine. I'm here in a special division, a new division. Do you have a moment to talk? Um, arms full of bread. Uh, you can walk and talk, yeah? I assume you're headed to your gym? Uh, yeah, I am. Well, perfect. I'm going to the exact same place. Great. Then it looks like I will walk you there. Yeah, you definitely, like, (laughs) walk and it does, like, sort of seem... Like she is still somehow kind of walking ahead of you, even though she does not. Even know though where she doesn't she's know where she's going. going. <laughs> <laughs> she's like sort of looking around the city. Beautiful down here. I wish more spacers got to see it like this. But um, as you can see, it's a little taxing on our bodies. Yeah, I mean Wait, it is beautiful down here. Magnolia doesn't do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they all say it like they're like Sephiroth, but it's like the yeah. most weenie like <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of spacer hate in the chat right now. <laughs> there really is. I'm so yeah. sorry. If you like got attached to I the really spacers. intense asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take special medication before bed. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, Magnolia sort of like nods and is like, is like, yeah, I guess it must be a pretty special case that they sent you down here, unless it's, I don't know, a kind of punishment. I'm not really sure how spacer culture works up there. <laughs> Certainly not a punishment. I volunteered for it. Magnolia, you are a veteran right flyer with the last city legends. Unfortunately, your last season probably didn't go the way you wanted it to. Well, we got as far as we could get, which was farther than almost everybody else. So can't say it was too bad, but yes. Well, the legends never perform poorly. But it's That's been a while true. since we've seen a championship. That's also true, but I have high hopes for this year. I think that I think that I think that you'll see that that our team is the team to beat. And what fly are you paired with? Who's on your left? Uh, probably my cousin, Spica. No, that doesn't sound right. You had 
a dynamic pairing. I remember reading a piece about it, the two of you sort of working together like hand in a glove. It was like rook, something like that. Root. Root. And uh, Magnolia has gone incredibly still. It's like still walking, but like has like stoned Mm. up. Um, Yes, she kind of looks at you and arches an eyebrow. Well, we'll have to dig in about that later. <laughs> Tell me, Magnolia, do you know what a documentary is? Do I? Probably not. <laughs> I ask God. <laughs> I ask God. <laughs> You're, um, sometimes, you know, there are like showings of films or, or, or things of that nature, um, but it's usually like a public kind of thing. And it's like a special occasion sort of thing. Uh, they're they're not really widely distributed unless you're in a space or country, probably. Yeah. Um, Magnolia uh, shakes her head um, and says, uh, "Well, I I guess, but we just met, and I don't want to look stupid. So I'll be honest. I don't really know what that means. They're not stupid at all. They're an archaic form of artistic expression, one that I intend to bring back." Sort of doing a profile. So imagine a story about something true that you follow beginning to end through a specific point of view. So sometimes the truth can be skewed one way or another, but the goal of a documentary is to show as close to the truth as one can. And do you want to get a look at Booster Ball through the eyes of the Last City Legends? Something very close to that, yes. Okay. Well, I'm not in charge, I guess, so you don't really have to answer any of my questions, but you talk to our coach about this, I assume? <laughs> Assure you, everything is above board. I just wanted to introduce myself since we'll be working so closely with each other. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, here we are. Um <laughs> I think everyone will be <laughs> um, really excited to meet you. I think that Magnolia is torn in two. I think that like the, the she doesn't trust a spacer clearly. Um, but I, but I, but I also think that like the idea of being at the center of a story about booster ball is so fucking cool. And yeah. like, you know, she loves the game. She loves playing and she loves her team. And so the thought that, someone has been sent to do a story on them is at first blush really cool um so a little reserved in her interactions but internally is like this is sick as hell yeah they should make a movie about us (laughs) (laughs) um yeah fex sort of smiles and allows you to lead them into the the, the last city legends had. I need a better name for this building, I guess now. Uh, Sound off in the comments below. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll call it the dome. Into the dome. For Into now. the dome. Yes. Into the dome. Um, <laughs> Our lady of perpetual dunks. Some of you are. Tra- oh my God. <laughs> some of you are traveling from much farther than just down the road. Some of you came from quite far away. Gaius, you're in a strange new city with customs that are different from your own in a lot of ways. How have your first couple of days in the city sort of fared? Uh, I'm trying to remain very optimistic about (laughs) 
all of it. Yeah. Um, I've heard of some of the fun things that I should do in Last City, including eating the hot dogs. I have gotten a little sick, so. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, not, so far, not great. Um, and also, uh, no one seems to be helping. You know, very. You know, where I come from, everyone is very helpful and kind, and you know they'll they'll give you the scarf off their shoulder. But uh, here, uh, everyone seems very gruff and rude. Um, so I'm I'm having a hard time finding the dome, and <laughs> I feel really <laughs> sick. Um, so I'm sweating a lot. Uh, oh, just <laughs> like me for real. Good lord. But, um, so I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Um, as you're sort of wandering the streets, it sounds like on the verge of perhaps diarrhea. <laughs> you see a um a young woman sort of watching you from an alleyway. Um, she comes up to you as you're like kind of turned around. Uh, you see that uh, she's sort of got long hair, this kind of like feline quality about her. Eyes sort of like glancing in other directions. Um, she walks with a slight limp as she moves over to you. You look lost. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Gaius Borealis. Um, do you happen to know where the dome is? <laughs> Two names. Mr. Big Shit over here. Maybe. I just might. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sorry. I, I'm i a little <laughs> distracted right now. Um, I, I, I'm running a little late. And uh, and uh, actually, do you happen to know uh, where the nearest restroom might be? She sort of arches her eyebrows. Um, she's like, you're going to want to go a block up the street. That's where the plumbing's working. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I'll be right back. I, I don't mean to be rude. It's just uh, I got to uh, take care of some things. I got to call my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, a truly, a truly wild <laughs> choice you have made for our first introduction to this character. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's you... just, let's just get ahead of this right now. <laughs> Call my friend is going to be the new euphemism for using the bathroom for the entirety of the show. Also, like the last city legendary hot dog. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> just like firing some shots off the bow. You all find your way to the public restrooms. Um, so what you've gathered of last city, Gaius, is a lot of it is kind of in disrepair. But there are certain sections where the electrical grid is up, where the um, plumbing has been like kind of restored. It's not always super reliable, um, but there are parts of the city where uh, things are a bit more modern. Um, so you find yourself in a public restroom um, after you know you do whatever. Cheryl, <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, you uh, make your way out and you see that same uh, uh, woman that you encountered before standing next to another man. Um, she sort of points you out and um, he sort of gives you a big smile and a wave um, and she's kind of slinks away glaring at you. Wait, I didn't get your name. 
Oh, she's gone. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I feel so rude. Oh no, she's gonna hate me. Um, the man approaches. Uh, uh, as you get closer, he seems like he, he's probably actually about your age, maybe a little older than you, but he's just like very tall, sort of lanky guy. Um, has like a bunch of things strapped to him, a bunch of packs and a bunch of tools sort of pe- peeking out of different places. He's wearing a cap sitting low on his head. Um, and he kind of comes up and like claps you around the shoulder. Hey, I heard you almost didn't make it. You okay? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, hi, my name's Gaius Borealis. What's your name? Signature. Signature. That's a that's actually a really cool name. Uh, Gaius is actually a really cool name. Oh, thank you. Um, I I don't know if you are familiar with this city at all, but I'm trying to find the dome. No, I'm headed there myself. I'm uh think I'm gonna be your engineer this year, guys. Wait for real? Yeah. I actually was hoping I'd run into you. I'd need to make some adjustments to your exoframe. Oh my gosh. Yes, no, uh, I would love to talk about this. Um I'm I'm kind of an engineering nerd myself. Um oh, yeah. there's some 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 uh, modifications that I want to make to my boots just to make sure that I can uh, maneuver properly. Uh, we, I mean, obviously, here being here in this alley is not the perfect place to talk about this right now. But maybe we, you know we could find some time in the in the engineering shop, and maybe we could get some coffee or some lunch or something. We could talk about some of the, the changes. Whoa, slow down there, kid. Listen, I'll get you hooked up. Whatever you need. That's why I'm here. All right. Thanks, Signature. Uh, to be honest, you're the first nice person. Well, that girl was nice, but I, I, <laughs> I was really rude. Um, but <laughs> you'll I, find people in last city are just nice in a different way. You'll get used to us. Uh, come right. on, walk with me. Uh, tell me where you're from. Um, I'm from a small town called Mont Blanc in the frozen territories. I don't know if you've ever heard of us. Whew. You came all the way here from up north. Yeah, it was kind of a long trip, but to be honest, ever since I found out that I was going to be um, on The Last City Legends, uh, I've just been hyped the entire trip. Um, Yeah, you see he kind of like, sort of gives you like a hmm, and kind of like shakes his head at that, and, mm-hmm. and uh, keeps going. Um, He's like, hey, can I ask you something? Yeah. They really got white bears as big as houses out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, Damn. I don't know why you'd want to live in a place like that. I don't know. I think they're kind of cute, to be honest with you. Huh. You don't say. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What kind of animals do you have out here? Well, I mean, it can get kind of interesting. I think there's a wolf I'd like to introduce you to later. (laughs) Sounds cool. (laughs) Uh, You find yourself... um, at the dome. Uh, you weren't far off. You just kind of were going around the same block a couple times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I've seen this TJ Maxx. Um, <laughs> signature uh, takes you in through the back way. Uh, takes you into like kind of his little machine shop back here. Um, he pulls out an exo frame that it looks like he's been fiddling on a little bit. Uh, just uh, lay down here on the bench. I had to format this one. They don't make uh, regulation exoframes to your size. Did you know you're actually the smallest kid in the league? 
Uh, I didn't know that, but to be honest, it's not very surprising. I I kind of stopped growing. No, that's all right. Uh, here, and he like kind of attaches it to your back. Uh, you feel the exoframe sort of like snapping into the f- place along like kind of your your spine, sort of hooking into your hips a little bit. Too tight? How's it feel? It feels a little a little loose. I I got you. Um, you see, like he's like works really delicately with his hands as he's like sort of tightening and loosening. You don't really see what he's doing back there, but you hear like you know the the uh, little like <laughs> sort of like metal yeah. sound of things like being screwed into place and tightened. Um, you just see here he's like kind of softly humming to himself as as he's working. Um, I have a question for you do you mind if i ask while you're working yeah please who was who is the favorite your favorite player working for my favorite player i've ever worked for i mean i'll be honest with you i haven't done this for super long it's really? sort of been my dream to be a league engineer maybe one day go up and work with the spacers maybe go to one of their colleges or something like that yeah but um there used to be a guy uh he was actually on the team last year uh maybe you'll get to meet him he was really rough on his equipment and stuff was always getting busted and broken and burned out but I kinda like having something to fix yeah i kind of get that i guess the reason i ask is because i i'm i'm brand new to all of this so i'm sorry i'm a little nervous but i i'm really excited about the opportunity to work closely with you because i know that when we're out there and we're we're playing we're gonna get a lot of the attention but it really comes down to the whole team yeah hey uh you see kind of like ruffles your hair a bit and he says I got your back little brother and all of a sudden Gaius you are sort of transported Um, you are standing in a small cabin you hear wind sort of whipping outside the cabin door Um, at this time of year your generators are, are trying to keep the electricity running but every now and then the lights sort of flicker. You're standing in the main room of this cabin and you're holding a note in your hand and your hand is just shaking ever so slightly. And then you're back in the engineering room. All right, you should be good to go. Right. Well, seriously, I I can't thank you enough for, for taking me in like that. I really... I felt alone out there. I'm rooting for you, kid. Thanks, Signature. There is one last person that has not <laughs> showed up to practice. <laughs> Sky, you are attuned to a lot of things going on in this city. Um, so I, I'm going to give you a couple of options here, mostly of like mm-hmm. kind of where you're staying these days. Mm-hmm. Um, your mother is a very important person. Who is that? 
Uh, my mother is the God King. She is <laughs> the, 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 the leader of this sect of the world. Yes. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, she has her hands full. As um, she always does. <laughs> due to the recent sort of crisis Lassity is going through with the mm-hmm. grow. Yes. A lot of people have been displaced from their homes, which mm-hmm. have made the streets and things a lot more cramped. Um, scavengers by nature are always willing to share what they have, but they are also still people. And once that becomes inconvenient, tempers start to maybe flare up a bit. Yeah. Uh, your mother has been spending a lot of time in Harbor Town, which has seen mm-hmm. a lot of these displaced people sort of moved there, kind of cooling things down as much as she can and kind of like trying to smooth things over. Uh, this has also left the watchtower, um, her sort of seat of power, her throne, kind of uh, unattended for the most part. So would you say you have been kind of in Harbor Town watching that situation unfold? Or have you sort of taken up residence at the watchtower now that your mother's like not really there very often? Um, I... Uh... I think Sky's probably at the Watchtower, cool. um, uh, uh, only only because of his innate and insatiable desire to uh, be as involved in this world as he possibly can, mm. um, and and he feels as though uh, f- quite literally filling the void in <laughs> one's absence would just mm. naturally lead from point A to point B. Hell yeah, you are sort of taking your sweet time this morning. You know that you are due at booster ball practice. Ugh. And perhaps you're, maybe, <laughs> perhaps you're maybe even working up to like finding yourself outside of the door. Uh, when you stumble top, uh, so it's so a watchtower, right? Imagine this, like what was once probably this beautiful spy, skyscraper in the center of this city. Half of it has just gone away who knows when or where that happened um so mm-hmm. there's sort of just a tree growing out of the top of it but most of the bottom floors are still intact for the most part um and as you will kind of make your way down to what would have once been sort of the lobby area of this building this large open space with probably like a now well no probably a restored fountain kind of bubbling in the center of it um, some like marble furniture, also like some pieces that were probably once in a museum hanging up in different spots. You see two of your mother's followers in what seemed like a heated conversation. Actually, one of your mother's followers and a different person that you don't know, but you've seen kind of with your mother recently. Definitely a gardener that you can tell for certain. Um, mm-hmm. But they seem to be sort of in hushed conversation. Do you make your way to practice or do you try to figure out what's going on with that? Uh, I try to figure out what's going on with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these grow whispers is a old woman named Fortuna. Um, she, in a lot of ways, has sort of been your caretaker in place of your mother. Sure. And she's talking to a gardener, um, a, a, a middle-aged man, 40s or so, 
kind of dressed in very kind of traditional gardener way, very unassuming, uh, lots of like kind of handmade clothes, uh, very like sort of humble, um, while Fortuna's sort of decked out in these like robes that the girl whispers wear. Um, yeah. As you get closer, you hear Fortuna say, it's it's not sustainable. She needs more. If the situation isn't rectified, the people could start to lose hope. Um, and you see this man replies, listen, I came here to help, and I intend to. But there's only so much a person can take, all right? And she's just had too much. As you were like, sort of like, kind of, <laughs> maybe you're, well, what do you think of hearing this? What do you think is going on? I mean, my, 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 my gut, my gut instinct is, is something, something is wrong with, um, the grow, uh, cause this is Fortuna that was saying this. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, that something, uh, uh, cause I, I, I feel like over time I've like probably not paid much attention to a lot of Fortuna's, uh, grow related, um, speakings um uh uh, because i've been far more interested in the diplomacy of everything interesting and not so much what i believe to be um superstition Mm. um uh, uh, but I'm I'm well aware that uh, Fortuna is is uh, very heavily invested within um, this, and I I I think I, I over over time have just uh, adopted an air of practicality mm-hmm. and concrete um, uh, 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 necessity um, uh, that I think kind of comes from the younger generation of scavengers yeah. in general um uh, uh especially with with how uh uh divided everything has become but um uh, uh but more importantly I, I like i think i think that's uh uh they i guess where where sky is confused is whether like how much of this is genuinely a secret because it feels so common sense mm. Mm. Um, yeah. on, on, on my end, at least. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you lean closer. Maybe you have missed something when mm-hmm. you hear... <laughs> um, you look up and you see kind of at the... Uh, up, up, up on the second floor, sort of looking over the balcony, you see a massive two-headed wolf looking down at you, growling. The bark has drawn the attention of Fortuna and this gardener. Um, you see the gardener sort of steps out of sight and sort of leaves, and Fortuna, my young prince, why, you're going to be late for practice? Yeah, I think I am literally late right now. 
Um, but uh, yeah, 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 no, I can, I can go, I can go, I'll go. Uh, everything good? You good? Oh, I'm most excellent. How lovely it's been to have you in the ha- watchtower with your mother, our God King, Grow Preserver. Yes, yeah, Grow gr- 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 Preserver, yeah. Um, you need any help? Need, need a hand with anything? You, you sure? would be the first to know if I require your assistance. That'd be great. My prince. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. have phalanx attend to you to the dome. Things in the city are disquieted. You see <laughs> this massive wolf sort of actually quite gracefully lands on the first floor and <laughs> kind of comes up and starts sniffing at you. A giant tongue. <laughs> Um, I think the left the left head likes me. The right head doesn't. Yo, the le- the um, right head is like <laughs> looking down at you with like this silent sort of not silent but this low. Hey. <laughs> um, define big. Like you said, massive. Like is this about like the a, size of like a city bus? Or oh, so this is rideable. Yeah, totally. Hell Great. yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> Great. Cool. No, I'm not gonna be late. I'm gonna be fine. I've got plenty of time. We we could be even. We could see the sights. We could just take a the take right a lap. head sort of like scoops you up from the back of your shirt, okay. and like throws <laughs> you over the back, and um the wolf phalanx takes off. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> out of the building, it runs down the street, sort of knocking, honestly knocking people back. People that kind of that maybe don't know about this thing sort of scream and run out. Um, some of the people like sort of cheer. Some of the kids cheer as they see it coming. Um, this bus, this bus, this bus wolf just sort of comes charging <laughs> down the street. Um, when it gets to a low enough building, it leaps up on top of the building and starts hopping building to building towards the dome. There you all are. I think as you all kind of assemble in the main room of the dome, you hear the crushing thud of a some-ton wolf landing outside of the dome. The whole building shakes a bit, and you see Sky sort of come in. Um, some of you are aware of Sky's position and privilege. Some of you probably aren't. Um, signature sort of ribs you, Gaius, and points towards what you can just make out through the open cathedral door as part of a giant two-headed white wolf that, upon dropping Sky off, takes off away. I say, yeah, the bears aren't that big. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you at four! (laughs) You all gather, Magnolia... You recognize some of these other players from last year's team. Not everyone has come back. Uh, mm. You, uh, uh, I think, are, are um, most drawn to perhaps a young girl about Spika's age, mm. um, whose name is Tizane. Um, she is, uh, pretty extraordinarily, like, buff. Like, uh, she's built pretty solidly. She has two, like, kind of long braids that run down past her shoulders. Uh, she was one of the court guards last year. Um, a freshman court guard, yeah, that really 
just sort of rose to the occasion on the team. Um, didn't see a lot of time, was definitely still a draft, um, but was able to keep up with the veteran players every time she uh, uh, stepped up. Uh, this year, yeah. hoping to make it off the bench and off on the team. She sort of gives you a big, like, solid hug. Uh, she's mostly no nonsense, but she's known you long enough to like you. You also see your former striker, Reginald. Reginald! Uh, <laughs> long red hair tied back in a ponytail. Sort of, of course. saunters into the room no. with a kind of confidence no. after Sky comes in. Oh my god. Two of them has sort of like a a pack that um he slings off his shoulder and kind of tosses to you guys. Um and says, Hey, find a place for that, rookie. And makes his way over to you, Magnolia. I do. I'm like frantically <laughs> I'm like frantically trying to put this bag somewhere nice. Magnolia is like, just dump it on the ground. It's good to see you, Reginald. Practice started 20 minutes ago. I can always count on you to be a sundial, Magnolia. You ready to go all the way this year? You know I am. Are you? <laughs> I was born ready. All right, cannon fodder. He sort of claps and like looks at all of you like kind of new recruits. Why you say you drop and give me a hundred? Um, I, I try. No, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> and I, excuse me. What are you just gonna walk in here and just start ordering people around? She don't, called timeout. She called timeout. I called. I called. I called. Don't look. The kid is like he's can barely lift his own exoskeleton. Don't make him drop into a hundred. <sighs> It's uh, this is leaving my body. Yeah, Reginald <laughs> comes over to you and like kind of like leans down as you're like sort of recovering from the five push-ups you did. Um, <laughs> ow, yeah, ow, ow. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that you're actually trying to be on team, Frosty? I give a polite bow and I say, "I'm, I'm actually on the team." Holy shit! You're like only about one and a half of my dicks long. Gross. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> and you never will! Um, he sort of takes you by the scruff of your uh, shirt and kind of like pulls you in. That means I'm Mr. Big Dick around here. That's a weird nickname, sir. Yeah. I think you're going to be working for me for the rest of the season. I look at Magnolia like, should I? <laughs> and I, Magnolia is just like, it's just like, just just starts like shaking her hand in front of her throat and is like, don't, don't, don't. I think now is a perfect time to share <laughs> that I brought gifts for everyone and I <laughs> go <laughs> grab a burlap sack uh, and I say, grab the sack. You hear a sharp <laughs> whistle. And you see, like, one more figure standing in the doorway to the dome. Um, you see he kind of, like, slowly walks in, hands kind of in the pocket of his jacket. 
um, you see that he has like a little like shadow behind him. This little kid is kind of like tightly clinging, like holding onto the back of his jacket, kind of peeking out from behind as he approaches. Shit. Did this start at the top of the hour? Yes. Totally my bad. Uh, Welcome to Booster Ball. I'll be your coach this season. You see um, he takes off his cap and kind of like just tosses it to the side. Lakeside, at your service. And that's where we'll stop. (laughs) This has been Beyond the Fray. A pod has been cast production. This episode was edited by David Moreland, with music direction from Carlos Olmedo. Original music by Small Hounds. Check out their debut album, Triangles, wherever you get your music. Additional music and sound effects listed in the episode description. Find us on our website, thephbcast.com, on Instagram, at thepodhasbeencast, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Hall of Patrons! Welcome to the Hall of Patrons, where we honor those patrons that have gone the extra mile in supporting this podcast. They have been cast nude in marble statues for all to see and to gaze upon their glory. I'm talking about statues of... Omar, Big Daddy Dumper, Amir, Emily B, Desmond Universe, Warren Daly, Arlo Howard, Adrian, The Human Highlight Reel, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Matt Hunter, Sam Weisman Haller, Zachary S. Zimbal, Aaron Jansen Silic, Jace93, David Moreland, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Zelda S, Rhea Strong, and my big brother Juan. Thank you, Patreons. If you want to be like these naked, beautiful, glistening statues, head on over to Patreon.com and help us out at any tier you feel comfortable giving. Every little bit helps, and we love all of our Patreons. We have different gifts for different levels, um, our highest tier will get you a shout out on the show, and at all tiers you get access to our exclusive Discord, and perhaps a little bit of content coming your way every month. Who knows? But as always, thank you, patrons. Hey, I love you, darling. Now get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>